0: Hello, I'm Hilary Walker, um, the Associate Pastor of Oxford Bible Church. You know, the last time we were together, I shared with you how God healed me and saved me. And God doesn't have any favorites. The Bible tells us there is no partiality with God. So what God has done for me, he will do for you. And I wanted to share with you how we can trust God. You see, to trust somebody, we really have to know them. Derek and I used to play a trust game where um, I would uh, fall backwards and he would promise to catch me. And I realized that as I grew to know him better, I had far more trust in him. And you know, in the same way, we need to get to know our Heavenly Father and his trustworthiness. And one of my most favorite Psalms is Psalm 23. I would like to read it um, Maybe you could get your Bible and open it to Psalm 23 and we'll read it together. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, And I realized that as I said that psalm out loud to myself that I was making actually a proclamation, a powerful proclamation, the Lord is my shepherd. And I thought the Lord is my shepherd. It doesn't say the Lord is our shepherd, the Lord is my shepherd. The shepherd knows you personally. It says that um, the Lord knows you by name and he knows you intimately. He knows all your special needs. He knows your heartbreaks. He knows your desires. He knows everything about you. Nothing, no problem of yours is too big for him to solve. And no detail is too minor for him to be interested in. So we say, the Lord is my shepherd. Let's go back and say, the Lord. Who is the Lord? Jehovah Rohi. The Lord is my shepherd. Jesus said that um, he is, he says, I am the good shepherd. This is in John chapter 10, verse 11. Let me read it. We'll read it together. John 10, verse 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Verse 14, Jesus says again, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known of my own there you are the Lord knows you he knows everything about you he probably knows you better than you know yourself verse 27 Jesus says my sheep hear my voice you do hear the voice of your shepherd and I know them he repeats it and they follow me and I give to them eternal life they shall never perish neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand no man is able to take you out of the safe keeping of the Lord verse 29 my father who gave them to me is greater than all there is no power greater than our father God um, he's greater than all and no man is able to snatch them out of my father's hand um, Jesus also describes himself um, in that chapter as the door to the sheep pen uh, the shepherd would lie actually across the doorway so that nothing could get into that sheep pen nothing could get past the shepherd John ten nine, as I say he says I am the door by me if any man enter in he shall be saved the Good Shepherd lay down his life Jesus is the way to the Father he is the way to heaven he is the door to eternal life and um, I think it's good for us to, to confess to speak out together um, the, the Hebrew word is Jehovah-Rohi the Lord my shepherd let's say this together Lord you are my shepherd you protect me and you feed me and you lead me I shall not want I shall not want because the Lord is my shepherd he's protecting me caring providing for me Jehovah Jireh um, that means the God who has seen ahead and already made provision nothing in your life is going to take God by surprise he has seen ahead and already made provision for you um, in Genesis twenty-two fourteen, 14 do you remember when Abraham was to offer up Isaac and God said that he would provide himself the offering, the sacrifice. And Abraham called him Jehovah Jireh. And it says my God, in Philippians 4.19, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. No good thing will the Lord withhold from those whom he's called and anointed and chosen he's called everyone but not everyone responds let's make this confession together that God is my God my supplier Jehovah Jireh Lord you see into the future nothing takes you by surprise I trust you you are my provider and you have already made provision for everything I need amen verse 2 He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Sheep, I understand, are sort of quite nervous creatures and they will not lie down unless they are at peace. Let me paint this picture for you because so often we imagine uh, the Lord is my shepherd in these beautiful green rolling hills, let's say, of, of Wales or anywhere in the United Kingdom. But it's not so in the Middle East. Just let me paint you this picture. The noontide is fierce I mean that fierce noon sun it just burns you to bits and the land lies baking in the sun but deep down in some wadi that is like um, a valley and brooks run along these wadis deep down in some wadi runs a brook this beautiful fresh brook and along its course the herbage is just beautiful it's perpetually moisturized by the stream and the grass is so tender. And among the lush grass are cool layers where the flock might rest. And this is a picture of the shepherd bringing his sheep into a place, a resting place, where he restores them. And it says, he leads me beside the still waters. Um, the literal is the waters of peace. He is Jehovah Shalom the Lord my peace. Let's make that proclamation. Lord, you are my peace and my rest. You deliver me from all fear. And I often pray, Lord, deliver me from the fear of the face and the sound of my enemies. In Jesus' name, amen. He does and he will. Verse three. He restores my soul. That's Jehovah Rapha. And that is the Lord my healer. The Lord my physician. The Lord heals every sickness and every disease. When Jesus was on this earth, he healed every sickness and every disease that um, came to him for help. And that um, sickness can also be sickness of The mind we can be in mental torment. Jesus is your healer. We can have emotional disturbances in our lives. Jesus is your healer. We can be physically sick. Jesus is your healer. The Lord is my healer. He restores my soul. And also there's another aspect to that, supposing you've had a really bad day at work and everything has gone wrong and you feel ah, Just take time to be quiet with the Lord. If it's possible to go for a walk in the countryside in a field, that's great. But just sit in your room and to be quiet before the Lord. He will restore your soul. He will fill you with his loveliness and his peace, and his joy. And then it says, he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. That's Jehovah Zitkanu, the Lord, my righteousness. There are two aspects to this. Now the Lord, the shepherd, he leads us along those, it's called the well-worn paths of righteousness. Our Lord lived on this earth as a man and he lived a righteous life and many men and women of God who love him have followed in his footsteps and if we in our personal lives will follow in his footsteps he will guide us the shepherd walks ahead He doesn't drive us with dogs or cars or anything he walks ahead and as we follow the shepherd, we walk in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Because if we live that way, then we bring glory to his name in the earth. But if we do our own thing, if we go astray, then we, often we bring shame on the name of Jesus. And we want to glorify him. So we want to follow our shepherd step by step step the Lord also makes us righteous Um, when Jesus died on the cross a tremendous and wonderful and as it were mind-blowing thing happened what God did it said he made him Jesus who knew no sin to be sin in our behalf that we might be made the righteousness of God If you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have been made the righteousness of God. You have right standing with God. And also if we sin, uh, 1 John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. I love this extra bit. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Uh, the way they used to teach us in my school all those years ago was to write reams and reams and reams of things on the blackboard and then you had to sit and copy and write, 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 practically the whole lesson and then the teacher would run out and she would wipe the top bit. Well sometimes if she didn't wipe it properly you could still see the shadow of the previous writing but if she took a wet cloth it would totally remove it and that's a picture of what God has done for us. He has Um, removed all unrighteousness from from us through the precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's confess this together. Lord, I thank you that you have made me your righteousness through the shed blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, that I have right standing with you and that I can approach your throne of mercy and grace and receive mercy and grace in my time of need. In Jesus' name, amen. Then we come to verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Another translation is, even when I walk in the valley of darkness, or even when I walk in the glen of gloom, I will fear no evil, because you are with me. Again, there are two aspects through walking through the valley of the shadow of death. There's like a glen of gloom. Sometimes there's a period in our life that feels like a glen of gloom. We can't really see where we are going. Uh, sometimes we feel confused and bemused and sometimes frightened. But remember in that glen of gloom, the Lord is with you. It says, I will fear no evil. Why do I not need to fear evil? because the Lord, my shepherd, is with me. That name is Jehovah Shama. The Lord is present. The Lord is omnipresent. In all his fullness, in all his power, he is everywhere at every moment present in his total completeness. The Lord is present with you right now, where you are sitting and listening to me. The Lord is with you. So we don't have to be afraid. And the, uh, the New American Standard Bible, um, Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10 says, do not fear because I am with you. I love this, do not look anxiously about you for I am your God. I will strengthen you, surely I will help you, surely I will uphold you with my righteous, my victorious, right hand. There was a situation when I was driving from Oxford to London and suddenly it was a snowstorm and it was almost like this billion f- snowflakes were actually falling horizontally and hitting the screen of the car and with the headlights on I was just so bemused but then I caught sight of two little red lights in front of me and I noticed if I fixed my gaze on those two lights and just followed them I was, I was could think straight and I could drive straight. When I took my eyes off of them, I became confused with all these things f- flying at me and I actually couldn't drive straight. It's like that um, in our lives sometimes. We need to keep our eyes fixed on the Lord. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because thou, Jehovah Shammah, art with me. And you know, when it time comes time for us to leave our bodies to die, the Lord will be there. I used to work at sea and um, a pilot would always have to come on board and take us into the the safe harbor because he knew where the rocks were. You know when it's time for us to leave our bodies the Lord will be with us and take us through. It's only a shadow for us who believe it's only the shadow of death and then we will be face to face. Your rod and your staff they comfort me the rod is a is weapon, it's the word of God, it's the name of Jesus. If you are afraid, use the name of Jesus, call upon the name of Jesus. He will rescue you, he will save you. And your staff, it, that would be to hook the sheep back when it's going in the wrong way. The Holy Spirit, the comforter, this is my interpretation, I see as the staff of the Lord, the comforter. The Lord fills us with strength, Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is ever-present. Then verse five, thou preparest a table before me. This is Jesus the host. Do you know we're his honored guest in heaven? You You prepare a table before me. He prepares that banqueting table for us in this life. In the presence of my enemies, right in front of my haters and my enemy, They cannot stop me feeding a God's table of blessings. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. We can be filled with him, his love, his joy, his peace, and nobody can stop it, not even the devil. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Anointing my head with oil, anoint for service, but also for healing. If you feel that your mind is distracted, just think of the oil of the Lord coming right upon your mind and giving you peace right now where you are. My cup runs over, it overflows. Thou hast richly bathed my head with oil. You welcome me as an honored guest and you fill my cup to the brim, right in front of my enemies. Surely, this is an absolute truth, absolutely, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Lord, your goodness and your loving kindness will follow me and run and overtake me and overshadow me all the days of my life. Your unfailing love will pursue me every day that I live. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Father, your house will be my home. And when I leave this body I will return into the temple of Yahweh forever. I will dwell in your house, O Lord." Can you imagine how wonderful it's going to be? Because Jesus, oh sorry, um, Paul said, um, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And Jesus promised us that he would go ahead and prepare a place for us. He said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go ahead to prepare a place for you, and I will come again and receive you to myself. If I could just give you a testimony, the day that my mummy died, uh, I wished I'd been there, I was called away, but my friends were there, and they told me exactly what happened. And when I entered the room, I was absolutely amazed because I felt the presence of God as I walked in that room. My mother had just died. The two people with her were radiant. They had like a lovely rosy glow. The whole room had a rosy rosy glow. And Sheila, my friend, told me what happened. She said, she was singing the chorus, thank you, Jesus. And she said, the Lord came. She said, Jesus came for your mother. I saw him. And he came, and he took her, and they went off together. And she said, I felt so lonely, I felt left behind as I saw her go with the Lord. And all I know is that when I walked into that room, the power and the presence of God was simply amazing. But I grieved. I loved my mom so much. We do grieve and there is a proper place for it. But I was feeling really down, and we just registered her death, and um, Derek said, are you all right? I said, no, no, I'm, I'm really not all right at all. And he's a man, a few words, but of special words, and he sat there very quietly, and he said, you know, the Bible says, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And in that moment, It was like a television screen was in front of my eye. My eyes were wide open. And I saw this like a TV screen in front of me. And there was my mummy, who had died painfully thin. She was um, as she was, as I imagined she was when she was 35 years old and you know, full weight. And the Lord had his arm around her and she was nestling, nestling into the Lord And she communicated with me thought to thought and she said darling I wish I had come a lot sooner and then it was gone but do you know all the grief had gone and it was absolutely I felt no grief at all but then I felt guilty for not grieving and I felt I didn't love her if I didn't grieve so I opened myself to grief again, because I thought that's what a loving daughter did. Wasn't my mother's will, definitely not my father's will. And I had to receive prayer for grief two years later. It need not have happened because the Lord delivered me. And what I want to do is to pray with you right now that you will know the Lord as your shepherd. Shall we pray together? dearest Heavenly Father I believe that you are my shepherd Jesus is my shepherd I ask you to give me a revelation of your shepherding of your presence of your healing power of all the blessings that you have for me of your care for me I ask you to give me A revelation in Jesus' name. Amen. If you pray that with me, you will know in the days to come a knowing of the Lord, your good shepherd. God bless you. His peace be with you. Shalom.